Welcome to another episode of the Mapscaping Podcast. My name is Daniel and this is a podcast for the geospatial community. Now today's episode is going to be a little bit different. It's just me on the show today. It's a little bit shorter, but there's a few things I want to say. And I want to start off by talking about some of the trends I've seen in the geospatial industry and some just some general things I've noticed uh, through the process of doing the, the, these last 40 podcasts with, with industry leaders. I hope you find that interesting. I also want to mention some of the really great things I see happening in, in the geospatial community. So this will be a little bit Twitter-centric, but I, I, hope, I hope it gives you some, some value. I also want to mention that I will be taking a break now for two weeks, two, three weeks, I'm not quite sure yet, but a couple of weeks anyway, just to sort of regroup, sort of rethink what I'm doing here, trying to figure out what direction to take this podcast in in the future, and, and hopefully use this as, as a time to sort of figure out how I can give as much value as possible to, to you, the, the listener. Okay, let's, let's dive in. So first off, I, I want to talk about a few of the trends that I've seen when I've been having these interviews with people, and and one of these one of the trends is specialization, and I think it's very rare now to find people, find companies that are trying to be a one size fits all. They're not trying to do everything. They're trying to do very specific tasks and solve very specific problems. Now, I, I think partly this is a function of being a perhaps a smaller company and need, needing to be very specific with your messaging. Hey, we're not trying to do everything. We're trying to do this one specific thing or just these things here. You know, that makes it very easy to communicate to people and attract your target audience. And I think the other part of this is probably or the, the fact that we have so much more availability, so much more access to data and to software. And for me anyway, it feels like a lot of these sort of more general, uh, more basic sort of problems are being solved. Like how do we get our data onto a map? Okay, we have a lot of options out there. I, I'm not trying to say this isn't a problem for people. I'm just saying that a lot of these kind of problems are being solved. We have the answers. So it's time to move on and look at more specific pieces of, of the geospatial industry and, and try and go a little bit deeper and instead of broader. And, and personally, I think this is something that we're going to see more and more in terms of the skills that are required. I think that we're going to move away from, from generalists into more sort of specialized roles. And again, this is just my own personal feelings on this. I see this as a huge opportunity for all of us to really focus on something that we are deeply passionate about and, and really interested in and go out and be an expert in that. Now, just like with anything, you still need as the sort of base level of knowledge and you need to have a broad understanding of what's happening around you, around your, your subject of expertise. But I really believe that this is the future. And I think, again, I, I think it's a huge opportunity to really focus on something that you are passionate about, that you are really interested in and go for it and be that expert in, in that space. Okay, so the next sort of trend or I guess thing that, that, I, that I've really noticed over the, the course of these last 40, 40 or so interviews is this. And just as a warning, it's going to feel like I'm contradicting myself a little bit here because just before I talked about specialization and now I'm going to talk about this broad spectrum that I see in the geospatial industry. At one end, we have people still looking to see data on their map. And, and that's, that's the thing that they, want to, that they want to have solved. That, that's the thing. That's their problem. I want to see data on a map. I want to visualize it. I want to do my point and polygon lookups. And at the other end of the spectrum, we have all these buzzwords like AI and machine learning and real time, 5G and, and Internet of Things. And when you start com you know, combining those buzzwords, words you come up with some really interesting ideas that people are working on and this is amazing but that's a 
huge spectrum of, of interests that, that we're trying to serve as, as geospatial professionals. And yeah, I think it's really interesting that it's so broad that we're still, you know, show me my data on the map. That's the problem I need solved. I mean, we have the answers to that and that just needs to be done. But on the other side, uh, using machine learning to create data in one of the interviews, I, I talked to an industry leader, and they were talking about the possibility of no longer subscribing to pixels, so to, to just images, but to su- subscribing to real-time updates. So as things change, as they're imaged from space, that we would see those objects changing over time, as opposed to just getting pictures that we would then need to process and find those changes ourselves. And again, a huge spectrum Um yeah, I, I just think that's really interesting. And again, for me, this is opportunity. This is, there is room for everyone here. If you're interested in solving those problems for people of point and polygon lookups, of where where is my data, of geocoding, you know, there's there's room for that there. And if you're not, or if you're more interested in the, the, the other end of the spectrum, the more technical side of it, you can come into this as a machine learning programmer and, and there's room for you there. And I think somewhere in the middle, there's this whole broad spectrum of of things like geospatial communicators people that are out there communicating telling people what we can do with geospatial why it's important what problems we can solve and how we can help them and yeah i just think that's that's a really interesting thing that whole spectrum of of needs and wants that that the the geo in spatial industry is spanning at the moment so one of the other trends i've noticed during the course of these interviews is people are well there seems to be a real push towards this idea of creation and aggregation of data so it feels like there's so much out there that we at the moment in terms of data and services and and software like this huge plethora of things that we can choose from but it's the combination of them and people are choosing those combinations for us and and it's almost like they're filtering through the noise saying okay well i'm going to go out there and do the hard work of finding these different data suppliers and bringing them together in one place and aggregating them and making it easy for you to find I'm going to go out there and do the hard work of putting these software together in different combinations to solve this this very specific problem that you have. And they're not necessarily creating things, but what well, they are, they're creating value for the end user, but they're, they're taking things that already exist in the world and putting them together in new ways. And, and also that idea of filtering the noise, that there's so much out there that we need people companies systems that filter out that noise for us and just show us what we need and and i think that's that's a really interesting problem to be solving and a really interesting space to be working in and again here i see a lot of a lot of um possibility here i see people that don't necessarily need to be programmers themselves they just need to understand the systems that are available and see how they can put them together in new ways to solve problems for for all of us and so the last thing I want to talk about in terms of these geospatial trends that I've been seeing is this idea that spatial is special. And when I first started this podcast, that was still kind of stuck in my mind that spatial was something special, that somehow in our industry we were doing something that no one else was doing and we had this very sort of special set of skills that, that was only available to us. And more and more, through talking to these people, doing these interviews, I've realized that the spatial isn't special. This sounds more like a marketing ploy than anything else. That spatial is not so special. It's more expected. It's baked into the things that we do. Location gives context to the data that we have. And I see more and more people just sort of showing up in our industry and seeing this 
and doing it. They don't necessarily have a background in geospatial or as a geographer. They, they, they're just solving problems. They're not seeing it as data anymore. They're just seeing it as this is a way I solve a problem. And I'm definitely not trying to undermine people that have training in this area, like myself. I think it's really important. But I think we need to be sort of open to that idea that that, that this is for everyone and this can be used in a whole bunch of different industries in different ways that, that we haven't thought of. And I love the fact that people are showing up from other industries with other skill sets and, and teaching us and showing us the way. Hey, we can do this over here. We can, And again, this idea of curation, we can take this from over there and that from over there and this from the gaming industry perhaps and put it together and do something that's amazing. And I think it's that kind of input that we need that's really going to push us forward. And let us create some really, really interesting interesting work, interesting products in the future. Okay, so I'd like to move on now and and talk about some of the trends that I've seen in the geospatial community. Now, be aware, a lot of this will be centered on Twitter. Um, I was told a long time ago that Facebook was where you meet your past and you meet your future on, on Twitter. And for me, that's definitely been true. So this has been a place for me where I've met a whole bunch of people doing incredibly interesting work. And it's been so easy to reach out to them and, and really inspiring to, to follow along. And I'd just like to take a few minutes here just to, to name a few of the, the things that I see happening, some of the initiatives out there, and, and perhaps some of the people behind them. Now, all of these um, all of these things that I'm about to talk about will be linked in the show notes. So if you are interested, just click through and find the link there. So one of the first things I'd like to mention is, and again, this is very Twitter-centric, so apologies to users of, of other social media platforms, um, is the hashtag GISChat. I think this is fantastic. This is a hashtag anyone can use and they can, you know, and they all of a sudden they get access to a community. It's incredibly open and people are in there answering questions, responding to each other. And yeah, it feels like there's a real community building up around this. And I think it's really inspiring. Another initiative that I've seen that I've seen recently, I'm sure it's been going for a long time, is women in, in geospatial. And if you go to the website, something that I find really interesting is this career mentorship. Now, I haven't really taken a deep dive into this and seen exactly what it what, what it's all about. But just the idea that there's a group of people out there willing to support other people and helping them out in their career, I think is amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, when I was first starting out at university, getting into GIS, I was lucky enough to be sharing an office with this guy, Phil Barty, and he was amazing. He was never an official mentor for me, but he taught me so much and helped me out and really showed me the the, the way. And um, yeah, I'm I wouldn't be where I am today without his help. So I think this idea of of mentorship and the fact that there's a community out there willing to support other people is just amazing. The last thing in terms of community initiatives that I've seen that, that I want to briefly mention here is the Spatial Awareness Newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for this and you're listening to this podcast, then I would highly recommend it. I'm pretty sure it's for you. This is a beautifully curated newsletter that comes out, email newsletter that comes out every second week and it's full of great stuff. It's got lots of interesting sections in there and yeah, it's just well worth signing up for and I really appreciate the amount of time and effort that goes into making this and I think it's great. It's a fantastic initiative, it's worth getting involved in and it's worth signing up for. So once again, there'll be links to all these things in the show notes so you can click through and, and find them for yourself if you're interested. So the the last big item I have on my list here is is this podcast itself. 
So I've got a few questions for you, the the listener. Like, where, where would you like to see this go? I have a few ideas. I'd like to, firstly, I'd like to continue what I'm doing. But I've often thought about perhaps branching out and, and doing maybe another podcast or embedding a, a specialized feed in this one. So every second episode was about open source geospatial tools, for example, and the people behind them, the work that's going on there. Uh, or, or maybe something entirely different. But w- when you do a podcast, you realize pretty quickly that it's a very one-sided conversation. So it's me talking and, and you listening. I would really welcome any feedback that you have, any comments that you might have for me. It w- would help me sort of guide the process. I'm making this this for you. I mean, I'm enjoying the process myself, but I'm, I'm doing it for you, for the community. So if you could help me out, give me some direction, it would be greatly appreciated. So, so one of the ways you could help out would be firstly just getting in touch with me. You can contact me on social media, um, Mapscaping on Twitter, Facebook, MapView on Instagram. There's always links in the show notes of these podcast episodes so you can get a hold of me there and just let me know what you think or, or just say hi. That's fine. I, I would love to hear from you. Another way you can help is if you know someone who might enjoy content like this, might enjoy listening to this podcast, please share it with them. I would greatly appreciate that. And if you have any ideas of people that might be great guests on the show, people that you'd like to hear more from, um, let me know. Just just reach out to me. It would be great to hear from you. And I would really, really appreciate any feedback and direction you might have for me. Thanks a lot. So I'm 40 podcasts in now. I've created and produced 40 episodes. Uh, the new year is coming up really fast. I, I look forward to doing this again. I'm, like I said before, I'm really enjoying it. I find it personally inspiring talking to these people. And my big hope for this podcast is that it inspires other people, that it shows people out there that geospatial can be so much more than perhaps what they think it is today, that it's been used in all these different places, that there's companies out there, that there's people out there working on amazing projects and yeah, that there's just a lot of potential out there in this space. So that's my big hope for it. Uh, yeah, and I will, I'm going to take a few weeks off now, but I'm going to see you in um, 2020. Look forward to it. Thanks for taking the time to listen. Really appreciate it. Bye.